You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead and pull up a chair. Ten bucket list things to do. Hit me. All right, here we go. I want to go to the. I want to go. I've never been to Alaska. Oh, interesting. But I want to go to the most northern part of Alaska, where the polar bears are fucking everywhere. You want to see a polar bear? A real polar yeah, bear? Like, pol- like polar bears in the wild, just fucking. Damn. There's a place in Alaska. Better go quick. Barrel is it barrel? <laughs> <laughs> we got ten years according to AOC. Oh yeah. Um, so I want to do that. I want to see Aurora, Aurora Borealis. That's like That's you know, Northern Lights. Northern Lights. Okay, true. So, however, the, yeah, I, I'd like I to see you, that. Probably, I think you do the same place in Barrow, Iceland. Uh, you can do in Iceland. Different. You can do in parts of Sweden. So that's one thing I want to do. Um, I want to say one of those ice hotels. An ice hotel. An A lot of winter hotel. activities on this list. It's because of the fights. We like to have the court. Um, <laughs> never, never. Yeah, Africa has never been. My friends like, oh man, the Congo. We're gonna go, Africa. We're I'd gonna like track, to go to Nigeria. We're gonna track the great apes. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I the Serengeti does not call to me in the safari, same way. Nah. I mean, I would do a safari. I would Someone do it. Paid for it. I'm more interested in Asia and South America. Yeah, so I'm interested in Asia too. I'm interested in going to Japan. But if I went to Japan, I would want to like be friends with like a Japanese person. Well, a, yeah, but like the guy. In uh, Tokyo Drift, like he he's he's like connected to the Yakuza, and he has like an illegal drag race. And I'm like, I'm friends with him, and we get like, oh my god, we're wrapped up in shenanigans. You want to live the plot of Tokyo Drift? Yeah, I don't want to yeah, killed sure. by Yakuza, but I want to be like, oh my god, guys, we piss off the Yakuza. We should lay low for a while. <laughs> piss off the Yakuza. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. Yeah, and then maybe get. <laughs> And maybe go to Korea and get enlisted in Squid Games. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm oh in the Squid God. Games? Yes. <laughs> you want to go to every country that has a TV show and then just be in that. <laughs> no, but why Why go to Japan if you're not going to be involved, entrenched in the seedy underworld of the Japanese Of the mafia? Yakuza? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> What's the point otherwise? That is hilarious. Because they look so cool and they all have fucking motorcycles. I've been watching... Uh, what's it called? Tokyo Vice? You know, I, wa- I try to... For a bit, I'm not a big fan of that actor, Engel Ezort or Eaglebert. Engel Elgort, Ansel Ansley, Ansley Elgort. Didn't he get canceled? He got a, didn't he get a like rape charge? A hard and R? Didn't he I get think, a hard R? I think if you get one, um, you're good. <laughs> I think if you get one, <laughs> you get like, okay, one free pass. In Hollywood, you really do. <laughs> you got you got a punch card. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that is fucked up. Because Baby Driver, I really liked. And then Spacey got nixed. And now Elgort's gone, too. Elgort's gone, too, yeah. I don't know what the upshot of the Elgort thing is, too. But, you know, sometimes it's funny. People get, quote-unquote, canceled, and then they get uncanceled. And I'm talking about big, big people, like Bieber. Do you remember these two girls accused him of rape? Bieber? Two girls accused Bieber of rape, like, a couple years ago. Jesus Christ. And Bieber sued for 20 million dollars for defamation oh and that shit went away yeah so either again he's the girls were paid off the johnny depp thing these girls were paid off it it went bye-bye or i heard bieber makes you sign an nda to even enter his bedroom 
Well, he was saying, I mean, he, he produced receipts. He goes, this girl was saying I fucked her on a night where I wasn't even in this town. Oh, well you then. Know. Yeah, he and should. She seemed crazy. Like, she's like, I buy I that there's girl. fake allegations for this. someone like Bieber. Well, yeah, I mean, that was the thing. But the Elgort thing seems legit. Five years ago, I was on stage at the Dime, and I was, and I was pissed off because I was bombing as people do it. The the Dime shout out to Adam Hunter started talking about. And I said, I said, you know, what's ruining this fucking country? It's fucking white women. I, I was like, I was like, you know, I, I, and people were like, but like it made people laugh because they're like they hadn't heard that before. Yeah, I go, that's the that that's, fresh that's take. the problem with this, is these is these white women are the problem of everything. And I said, um, I said I still support them. I go to the women's march. I'm like. Uh, time's up. Believe most women. And I go, because come on, it can't be believe all women. What about cunts? Never heard of a cunt before? Oh my God, Bill. <laughs> you say, oh my God, but Bill Burr did the exact same joke a year later on a special. Yeah. And it's fucking iconic now. Yeah. What about, yeah, don't believe all women. What about psychos? What about the girl who keys your well, car and lights it on fire? I will say... Psychos is a better fucking landing. Way better. Way better. Way better. But it's the same premise. Do you think like, he heard you do it? No, of course not. Uh, but me, but no, it's so funny. In that lane, I, I just did a show. I just followed Bill Burr at Supernova. Yeah. And every single time I watch Bill Burr, I'm like, he just did my joke, but better. All right, I guess I'm not gonna do that joke. He just whole joke about like, I had and, I, and so I had to post it the next about day. Once you go white, your vagina stays tight. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> hey guys, once you go white. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I did this. I did this show. I was like, you know, about the LGBT. I said, we should add some more letters, you know. We're, yeah. We're disenfranchised. Like, um, and then one of the letters, I like, we got to add you for ugly people because ugly people are fucked. If you're ugly, you're fucked for life. Yeah. You're fucked in the face forever. True. There's nothing. Ugly and stupid. There's nothing you do. There are women in America today. I'm not even lying. This is a true story. There are women in America today who have to pay for their own drinks. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's a real thing. That's funny. They don't have a march. I wouldn't want to see that march. A bunch of people walking. <laughs> so fucking. That's a pretty good bet. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's really dumb. Uh, um, but then Bill Burr, I was watching him in Supernova. He was like, what? "These fucking ugly people. These wom- ugly women have to pay for their own drinks. That's why they're not feminists." Yeah, that's right. Ugly people are feminists. I said it, and I had a whole joke about that where I talk about like the masks. I'm like, I'm like, I, I can't tell if a girl's hot or not. You know, don't judge me. I'm just saying when I meet a girl, I don't know if I need to treat her with respect. Right, right. Listen, right. before uh, I hold the door, I lower that mask. I don't know if you're pretty or if you're a feminist. I'm like, oh, God damn it, man. He's doing all my jokes, but better. Wow. Um, it is. But it makes me feel good because I'm also like, I'm I'm on the right track. At yeah. Least is it, is it, that's got to be frustrating. Is it, Does it make it worse that y'all have the same first name? <laughs> does that? <laughs> no, this is the best part is, so he goes... Hey, Bill, how do you want me to bring you up? Because it's tag team. Yeah. I go and bring you up. And I go, don't worry. I'm not, I just say, you know, my name. He goes, all right. And then before he goes, he goes, come on, what do you want me to say? I should say something. So I'm thinking, well, I have a really nice recurring ro- role on, on City on a Hill that I'm thinking Bill Burr will know because it's a show about Boston cops. It's produced by fucking Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and Tom mm-hmm. Fontana and it's using all these Boston actors. So I'm like, City on a Hill uh, is about Boston. He's like, what? What's the show called? He goes, he goes, City on a Hill? That's the name they went with? And I went, yeah. He goes, okay. <laughs> and when he brings me on stage, he goes, this next guy, you might know him from this show called The House Around the Corner in the City. <laughs> he's, he's in the show called The Town, The Town Where the People Live. <laughs> did he do them double? He did like two different <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> the Hill Where the People Hang Out. 
But it was great that I go on stage. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm doing a show called Senior Hill. And even Bill Burr, who's from Boston, hasn't heard of it. That's my fucking career in a nutshell. You know? <laughs> um, but this season's going to be a hot season. Anyway, um, hopefully three people see it. So, um, <laughs> what what channel is it on? Showtime. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Will you subscribe to Showtime to watch? Probably not. So they go, wow, there's a bump in Showtime subscriptions. Now that City of the Hills. <laughs> what is the big Showtime show? I would say the biggest Showtime show in the past year or two, one was the New Dexter. Okay, okay. Um, Yellow Jackets. Oh, I heard of that. That that had a big bop. Um, And maybe there's like one or two other ones. So my understanding of Showtime is it's usually in a bundle. Do they have their own streaming like HBO Go type thing now? They don't. Well, that's why they're falling off. 100%. Why the fuck? So they're not? piggybacking with Amazon. Okay. So if you get an Amazon, you can watch Showtime. Do you have Amazon Prime? You can watch Showtime. I think so. That's for not bad. A cheaper price or something like that. I have no idea. That's not bad. Um, but yeah, but they do. You're right. They don't have their own streaming service. So you can't go streaming back service, and watch, dummies. Up. Um, but they're owned by another company that I think has. I don't know what the fucking deal is. Someone try explain it to me. I didn't. I didn't get it. Anyway, um, back to Tommy. So things with the girlfriend are good. Yeah. Things are good. She drove me to the airport. She drove you to the airport. Yeah. All right. And mm-hmm. she's excited to see you. She's excited to see me. Mm-hmm. She's real nice. But. She supports <laughs> my little dreams. But. Uh, but, Tommy. Oh, I mean, there's no but. Just that, like, you know. <laughs> but you got. Bigger- I want to move to Medellin, Colombia. <laughs> That's the only but. <laughs> what, if she, what if you're like, I want to move to Medellin, Colombia? She's like, I'll come with you. You'd be hmm. like, no, this is something I got to do alone. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> How am I going to get some fucking foreign strange? If you're with exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think relationships, if you're in your 20s as a man in America nowadays, are pointless. They're fine. But they're not going to last. Oh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, that's what's tough about her. She's great in every way. Like, I have really no notes for her no as notes. a girlfriend or as a person. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. But I am just a fucking weirdo dude in his 20s, and I'm just like, ah, I want to be a fucking degenerate. <laughs> I want to go and fucking hit on women and be a weirdo. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, it's good if you have someone and you stay with them and you're faithful. That's the best way to live a life, for sure. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go the girlfriend route if I wasn't going to... At least try to take it seriously, yeah, and be faithful and be a good boyfriend. But there are times where I'm like, "This is what I want to do." I just know that when I was in New York, and I was in a long distance relationship, and I was doing a Broadway show, yeah, and it was like getting lots of attention. It was fall in New York, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm getting press and interviews yeah. and publicity and like making money. That's awesome. And I'm going like. I should really stay faithful to her, this girl. But like everything in my body was like, you gotta fuck somebody. Fuck somebody. Oh, it's a sickness. It's long distance. Oh, it's long distance too? Well, she lived in LA. Oh, that makes it way worse. Yeah, she would come and visit me a lot, but still like, and I would try, I'd try to convince her to move in with me. And she didn't. She's like, I have my acting class. I can't move in with you. So I was like, okay. And I just always felt like, we were never really whenever you're traveling things get way harder because it's like 
it's just like there's something about traveling you want to try and meet people yeah you want to meet new people yeah and meeting new people when you know that there's like not the adventurous aspect of maybe getting laid takes some of the thrill out of some experiences yeah but yeah. they're still fun yeah i ended up cheating on her with martha stewart's daughter i think i told you that whole story right? oh damn yeah and, not great and and when you when you when i told martha stewart's daughter that i was seeing someone in la and i had to end it with her don't fucking piss off a billionaire that's all i have to say yeah <laughs> Because she fucking made sure that my relationship was terminated. She tracked this girl down with like a PI and gave her like information. Oh my God. When I went over, what they did, all written out. It's fucking bananas, dude. That is, that is wild. It's awful. Anyway, um, which is again, but the, but the moral of that story is See, like, you got this weird <laughs> conscious thing where you had to confess immediately. <laughs> you know what I mean? You should have just not done the deed or done the deed and then lied about it. But you couldn't. You had to. You're like, well, what I'm going to do a bad thing and then I'm going to tell everyone. What I should have done. Bad. Okay. In my defense, this, yeah. this woman that I was dating was still married. Okay? Oh, what? And she just gotten separated. You know what I mean? She'd been okay. married for 11 years. All right. It was How long have y'all been dating? Not that long. Uh. For like a couple months. But I was like. You had the combo. I, I should. I should have. You had I, the wear exclusive. But looking combo? back. But looking back now, no, because at one point she even said, "Like, look, I know how men are long distance. If you fuck some, just wear a condom." And I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, then you're fucking so apparently." Clear. But then I didn't wear a condom with. with oh, Bill. Thing. Bill, why? And, she gave me the fucking Alexis green light. Alexis made sure she told her that we. Didn't why wear wouldn't you just wear a condom? Oh, God. That makes me mad. She was so cool. She was so cool about it. But was she? Would she have been cool if we'd worn? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, if I had worn condoms with her, do you think? And she still found out. Do you think she'd been like, "Well, you did wear condoms." Probably not. Let's go to Thanksgiving together. But there was at least she gave you a getaway car. You could have been morally absolved. But I was like, "But that's all I care about." But I was going like, "Wait a second. In my, in my defense." She was getting her eggs harvested. Oh, my God. She had surrogates. So she couldn't get pregnant. And she get test, She gets tested every week for this. So she doesn't have, oh, yeah. have a disease. She gets, well. So if, if it's pregnancy disease. That's a pretty disease, good defense. It's just the idea that like, oh, well. It's you know, too intimate. Yeah. Uh, I should have just fucking married Alexis Stort. <laughs> yeah, dude. I should have just broke up. With, look, look, I can't do this. You know, I should just broke up with her. The second you even but the knew problem is I didn't I didn't know who the fuck I was I was like still no because then you would have cheated on Alexa Stewart and then your life would be real fucked <laughs> yeah. then um and I uh yeah I I didn't I didn't know who the fuck I was it was like a really like it was I had a real come to Jesus moment after that about like like w- w- the, the nature of my people pleasing and the fact that it's yeah. not that I mean I did I was smitten with her but at the same time like. Practically, I knew it wasn't what I wanted at the time. I wanted to be single in New York doing the show and having fun and like whatever. Yeah. And once I started sleeping with Alexa Stewart, I should have been like, all right, this is what I'm going to do for a while until it goes tits up in a ditch. I don't know who I am either, <laughs> but I know I'm not going to cheat. That's the one thing I That's know good, about man. myself. If, if, that, if, that, if, if you're someone who is just like monogamous by nature. I'm not even necessarily monogamous by nature. I just I just I like to draw hard lines in certain things yeah because 
because they'll fucking fuck with me. They I, I'm will. like OCD about it. Absolutely. To the point where it'll just like, it'll just haunt me. That's good. That's a good way to be. But there's times where I would just like to do things and it's like, maybe I should just not get into a relationship or like I have that people pleasing thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so maybe I'll stick in a relationship that's not as good for longer <laughs> for those reasons. Yeah. You know? Which is not necessarily the case now, but has been in the past. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to have a girlfriend again. <laughs> Good luck. No, seriously. No, because I think like I think the last time I tried, and what happened happened. I just kind of was like, you know what, man? I think I'm. I think I think I'm just going to be that guy. <laughs> that guy. I'm going to be that guy. I'm just going to die alone in a trailer in the desert. That's going to be my fucking life. And you know what? There are worse lives to have, I guess. Um, I'll just be living here in the same place in 20 years. I'll be Fraser Smith just going up there, my dentures flopping around, trying to tell jokes. You know, could be worse. Yeah. So I feel like I depress you, Tommy, sometimes. No, no. I, I got a text from my girlfriend. What'd she say? She's mad I haven't texted her. Just say the plane landed late. No, I told her I told her I landed, and then I didn't follow it up. I would just say Bill bribed me with money and food. Well, we, we, we can wrap this fucker up. I can drive. You, <laughs> you home. know what's funny? The, <laughs> this is funny. The last time that I came here after I got picked up from the airport, I also had a girlfriend. I remember that. You <laughs> really mad at me because <laughs> I didn't communicate well. What did she say to you yourself? Nothing. She she's way cooler than yeah. the girlfriend I had before, just in terms of like handling. Are you in touch with your ex at all? Your from before? Yeah, guys, she texts me all the time. Just hey, what's going on? No, it's just like memes and stuff. And oh, so it's just a friendly internet relationship. It's just like a friendly internet relationship. That's cool. Does she have a boyfriend now? I don't know. You don't know if she's back with a with a Johnny vasectomy. I'm sure that they've hooked up several times. But I don't know that she's dating anyone seriously. Yeah. yeah. Well, she probably misses you. Well, she does miss me. Yeah. Did she and ever say that? She ever get drunk? I'm drunk. Yeah, miss yeah. Anything. That kind of thing might happen from time to time. But I... And what do you say? How do you respond? Uh, you know, I say, I miss you too. Yeah. But I don't... Once I... Once I, turn sh- off the switch, once I shut it off, it's off. Yeah. That's good. Because I have... Now, here's a question. Yeah. If your current girlfriend found out that you were in communication. That's an interesting question. Because I remember that was an issue with you. It was. But I, um, like, I wouldn't want to obviously be hypocritical, but it's different when you're a guy. I hate to say it. Just because as a guy, you ultimately, I don't care what the fuck, feminism, 2022, I don't give a shit what you say. The guy has to make the move. Right, the guy has to be the one who, like, as a man, yeah, not I'm in cheat, control. I don't give a fuck who you are, unless you're like this crazy level of celebrity. All you have to do is just not do anything. Yeah, it's true because they're not going to put you in compromised positions. They're not going to make you like you're not going to ever feel cornered or trapped or pressured or anything. But like also, that. like, I don't think she is. Well, hmm, that's interesting. Like, you don't have to push a woman away. I've had I've hung out with women that I was like, clearly this girl 
I'm not going to. There's a woman who owns a, a comedy club. Mm. Tell you afterwards. Clearly, she wants to fuck me. Yeah. And every time I go to this comedy club, she like corners me and like talks to me for like an hour and a half, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for like something wrong to happen with the club so they can pull her away and I can escape. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, she's great, and we really get along. Yeah. But I'm just not into her that way, but I, yeah. I know she is. Uh-huh. But like, I'm if I just play dumb, like we're just talking as friends. Yeah, I've done it. Then it never comes up. Nope. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like a superpower. It really it is. It is one of the advantages of being a man. Because it's very hard that you have to like actively like push them. Like I can't. Like as a guy, yeah. No one's no woman's going to lean in for the kiss like guys do all the time. It's true. Um, yeah. I was. I was. It's a blessing and a curse of manhood yeah. because you have to be the one to lean in the, for the kiss, which is a horrible nightmare in and of itself. <laughs> but also, you don't have that many people leaning in on you, which is a huge, huge advantage. And also. And maybe I've just aged out of this or, or, or not, I'm not famous or whatever the deal is. But like when I'm in Austin and I told some people this and I didn't say it in a complaining way, but I was like, I've never been hit on by a woman in Austin after a show. Yeah. Ever. And it's happened in L.A. But it just doesn't fucking – maybe they're just like, this guy's too fucking old. I don't know because it's a very young scene there. Um, I mean, I like it. I don't, I don't, you know, want it, but it, but part of me wants just for my self-esteem. Like, can someone just make me feel good and say, you're so cute. Are you single? What's going What are you doing later? This doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And then in my life, by the way, when it does happen, even at the LA Laugh Factory, it's always like the drunkest person in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, come yeah. and I grab my hand. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking follow you. Yeah. There is a level of sloppy that it immediately becomes unattractive and like oh this is a bad idea it's like where am i following you to the scene of the crime no thanks mm, yeah the scene of the crime i did that one time on a date i thought it was really funny i was driving this girl to somewhere she didn't know where she's like where are we going i just went to the scene of the crime <laughs> and she freaked out it was like yeah. the first day i was like i'm joking i'm a comic you got that right yeah 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 <clears throat> So I raped her just because I felt like anyway. No, but yeah, you these ladies, you know. I guess it's a real fear. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I feel like I'm being low energy. I'm dwindling. It's been a yeah. What happened, Tommy? What happened? I want. I want. I want. What? 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 Spark? I want to get tickle your balls. What's going on, Midian? Well, I think I. I yeah. Oh yeah. So she brought you down because she was like, "You're like, I got an obligation. I got to get to my ladies." Well, I haven't sent a text back, and I don't have time to. It's like I can't stay. Focused and now I'm now my attention's all split. So how much time do you have left? Should we get wrap this up? Get you going? Sometimes. Also, also I have so much stuff. I have to promote my show tomorrow, and I really have to sell a lot of tickets. Where's and your I show? Haven't had any time because I've been busy. It's at the Hollywood Improv. Oh, nice. In the lab. Oh, by the way, thanks for inviting me to do your show. I'm sorry I couldn't do it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's um. Who's on the show? Oh, let's see. Atsuko. Uh, Okatsuka, Luke Null, Luke Moniz, um, just a bunch of indie people, Fizza, Dasani, not indie people, but like alt comedy. East of Fairfax East comics. of Fairfax comics. That's the Subway vibe. Subway comics. Exactly. People, Dynasty typewriter comics. Dynasty typewriter comics for sure. Uh-huh. That's, that's our, that's our demo. I can fuck with those crowds. <laughs> all right. All right. 
I'll get you on here one of these days. Are you going to call women cunts? Of course. Because <laughs> will people will not like that. No, or maybe the they will. I say it. <laughs> no, I did, I, I did a chocolate sundae on Sunday, the, the first show I did that joke. And I was like, man. And I could just see all these folded arms. I was like, ah, I got to dig myself out of this fucking hole. So the next show, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not I'm – not, because it's like it's like a bunch in a row where I just go boom, 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 boom. It ends with the cunt spit. And I'm like, wow, I just shit on women for five minutes straight. Oh, my God. Not like, solid jokes. Yeah. But collectively, it's a little Well, there's, sometimes there's a collective message there. And people, <laughs> they they're, they get stuck on the the – general message of oh i i don't think this guy likes women <laughs> um which Ugh. is great if you're famous and you're bill burr and then people are like, okay yeah this is brand right yeah um <clears throat> but honestly though even bill burr people are rubbed the wrong way 100 percent. he's a he's very divisive yeah he's a genius and i think his, his i think his saving his saving grace is the fact that he has a black wife and a baby a I think that's kind of, that kind of gives him this sort of like, all right, well, wow, if he has this like empowered black wife and he's a dad too, he's a good guy at heart, but he's just a grumpy old Irish guy. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, he never complains about black women in a set. <laughs> no, but that's that's what he said. With he goes, he says something about feminists. And he goes, he goes, my girl's like, I'm a feminist. And he goes, my wife says I'm a feminist. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not a feminist. You're too hot. And this. Watch out how feminists are ugly. But without like trying to like candy coat it. like, yeah, feminists are ugly. So what? <laughs> said it. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh God. I don't uh, even but, know if that's true. Of course it's not true. But the no. great thing about that is when you're Bill Burr, you're given at this point in his career. Well he's, he's already said pass. the worst things he'll ever say. Yeah. He's got a free pass. So there's nothing, let it go. There's nothing he can do that that he, will be like he oh, did, that's too far. Once he did the there's some times where it's okay to hit a woman bit, and it, you could do anything. Yeah, what's he got? I don't think he's ever gone farther than that. <laughs> and he's never going to do a show where there's not like. And this is another thing: certain certain comics like they're not going to do a show where they don't have at least fifty people there. They're just there for that person. Yeah. So sometimes these people are killing, and you're like, wow. But it's almost like home field advantage. I also I kind of see comedy like Bill Burr. Sometimes it's like it's like a misogyny pressure valve, you know. Because I think men, it's like that old Louis bit where there's like there's this eternal like men, women, you know. Like like men are always gonna have some pent up frustration towards women, of course, because of the way society is set up, because of the way getting sex is set up, because of relationships with your mom and girlfriends and everything, right? This is inevitable. There's just going to be conflict for all of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in our society, we are not really allowed to express that ever in any way. <laughs> so I think there's always going to be a place for somewhat misogynistic comedy that is sure. lighthearted and truth-telling, but also kind of like not hateful. It can't. Yeah, yeah. It can't. I think there's a place where people take it too far, where it's like, "Oh, this yeah, seems yeah. too real." Yeah. But as long as it's like tickling that nerve that people are like, you can't talk about it, but everybody feels a certain way. Yeah. Then it is, I think, a good thing ultimately. Yeah. Like, like not 
for people to study like the Bible and think, oh, this is how I think now. But just to be like, oh, I'm glad I was re- able to release some of this tension that I hold even, in my body. Even, now, in defense of my cunt joke, because yeah. what, what, what I do, I go, uh, I talk about being a male feminist. I go, I'm a male feminist, I'm a male feminist. And Hollywood crowd, like, woo, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I think, I think it's good that men are getting into feminism, right, guys? Because women clearly can't do the job themselves. And then, solid joke. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. right. Mm-hmm. And there is, but there's a reaction. And then I go, ooh, some of these bitches really don't like that joke. And then people go, oh, and I go, wow, I know, can't say the word bitches anymore. You know who hates the word bitches? Cunts. And then yes. when people get mad, I go, I know. I go, if I triggered you, that's your fucking trigger. It's not my trigger. Take right. some goddamn responsibility for your trigger. Everyone has them. Triggers like anal sex. Just relax, breathe through it. It'll be over soon. And you might actually enjoy it if you let yourself. That is a good point about triggers generally, especially at comedy shows. <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, th- but that is how I feel. It, it, right. What I feel is like you come to comedy shows on some level to be triggered. And I mentioned that Daniel Tosh joke about 9-11, which was like the year after 9-11. He did a joke about, can we talk about the good things about 9-11? And I, and it, and I was like, holy fuck, what are you saying, dude? And, and, I, and you know, I knew people who died 9-11. I was in New York. I watched it. But yeah, everyone has a reaction to it. But um, I, I think, though, that. But I like that. I I like that type of thing where you're the point is to consider a perspective that's never been considered before. Like yeah. good things about nine eleven is yeah. a hilarious premise because yeah. how dare how dare you, right? But I think anytime that's like if it feels like it's been tread upon sufficiently, like yeah. calling people cunts like there's probably a tactical cunt you could drop in a certain place but if it, it reappears so much oh yeah um, if you say cunt a lot i say yeah. it one time unless you're show. british then you can say it yeah and sometimes i go if you got triggered and you're looking at me like fuck this guy fuck this guy instead of point at me look at the three fingers pointing back at you look inside yourself figure out why you're such a cunt that's a way better way to deal with it <laughs> now I, the thing is I, I see what you're doing. The thing is, I I'm, just don't. <laughs> I don't like it. The bottom line is, I pull myself out of it. That yeah. tailspin every time. It's fine. But I, I, you but I recognize- also enjoy the. You like. I mean, this, this is very Patrice. It's like I like pissing people off. I like saying what I want to say that is going to bother everyone, and then I know I can get out of it. Well, yeah, but, but I- I'm more of a. I just don't try and piss people off, yeah, which I is kind of not that fun as a comedian. But, but I feel I like just, that's, that's the trend my personality of right now. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to be a dinosaur that way. But but I, I do feel that underneath it is a message that I really believe in, which is a message of Buddhism. <laughs> Where, where's the Buddhism in that joke? It's all Buddhism. Because okay, it, oh, the triggering thing of like just letting go the idea of all that your like don't and... take anything personally because nothing is person, personal. Sure. I introduce the fact that these are just jokes, guys. Do not be offended. Yeah. And when they get offended, I'm like, you're a bunch of fucking liars because you got offended after you promised you wouldn't. And these are just jokes. I don't mean it. And even if I do, who cares? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, it, I, you're right. I do enjoy piss. It's what, <laughs> it doesn't matter because I don't mean it. And even if I do, who cares? <laughs> Nothing matters. It's very nihilist. Yeah. But like when when Louis C.K. does his whole joke about like he does things to like piss people off, he uh-huh. goes, I love it. I love the feeling. I love like and when when the audience goes, oh, he's like, oh, he sticks his ear out like, oh, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> because the worst sin I feel to be as a stamp comic is to be boring. I just don't want to be boring. 
I don't yeah. want someone to be like, who'd you see? Oh, we saw this, uh, you know, duh, it was just boring. I don't know what they were talking about. Well, I Every agree. time I do a show, people remember me, dude. All They're always like, <laughs> whether they hate me or not, they remember me. Yeah. And even if they hate me, they're like, like if I had a lot of women approach me and say like, you really pissed me off, but I was still laughing. And I'm like, that's what I want. Yeah. That is what you want. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what you want more than anything. <laughs> you really want, you want that more than I loved it and I was laughing. You want to piss people off and because, you want to make the, your enemies laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not even he, enemies. He, just, even uh, when I do the joke about like um, male feminists because women can't do the job themselves, I go, you don't have to agree with the content, but appreciate the structure. That structure is fucking sound. Right. <laughs> so at least you want to bring people in and show them but, the math. Yeah, and then and then when I do like it, even when I do it, Chuck Sun, like the bottom line is no one's they're too far back on their heels to heckle. At yeah, because they're going like, "What <gasps> is this cracker saying?" <laughs> the one white guy on the show. Why the fuck is he being such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> is he allowed to do this? But so this is what happened. So Earthquake yeah. is emceeing the second show. Legendary comedy, special on Netflix right now. Yeah, called Legendary, and he he's touring with Chappelle now. And he he uh, he brought brought me on the stage. I I did the stuff, and after I got up stage, he's like, "Man, white people don't give a fuck. Everybody needs a white friend, man, because they don't give a fuck. My boy Bill, he don't give a fuck." <laughs> Cool, right? After the show, he goes, hey, man, why don't you do my radio show? Really? Yeah. So he invited me to a radio show, and I was trying to be like, yeah, I'll give me the number. And then I called his guy, and I left a message and followed up and never heard back. <laughs> Damn. That's a bummer. I bet you could get on there still. Yeah, I don't know. Just keep being that is a cool. That's a cool shout-out. Yeah, right? I don't fucking going to do anything. But anyway, the point You is, don't give a fuck. Huh? You don't give a fuck. And I do think it's cool. I do think it's cool that you don't give a fuck. Well, let me put it this way. I give a fuck because you want people to like you. You don't yeah. want everyone to hate you. You want to be invited back. But there is a certain freedom. And there were times when I, I said a couple of jokes, the first show, that didn't... A little bit, they landed like a Led Zeppelin. Yeah. We and both I, have that people-pleaser thing, but mine is maybe on a different dial because like, I, I, don't, I used to do more jokes like that. I know. I remember when I did. And then I don't really know what happened, but I look at my act now and there's like none of it. Yeah. It's way more like John Mulaney-ish. Yeah. Which is like great. just having a good time. I'm not really pressing. I, I, I'm pressing cultural buttons, but not in a way Where that you're targets anyone. Republicans. No, I don't even do okay. politics. Yeah. See, that's another thing. I don't even do politics. Yeah. None of the shit I say is really controversial. Yeah. I just, What's your most controversial joke? If there's... Let's put it this way. Is that, I re- that I do? Maybe that you've, you, you've tried... i written or controversial of, jokes. What's the joke that you, you haven't had the balls put on stage yet, but you're like, I want to try this fucking joke? I've written a bunch of jokes where I'm like, oh, I think that's funny as a comedian, but I'll never do it. Like, why? <laughs> Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a joke that I did for the first time. Sure, I was like, I knew it. I was like, this is going to be a this is going to be a tough fucking joke. It was connected to the the alphabet, the LGBTQ. I go. Okay. I think it's time we should reexamine because I go. Some of these people just aren't disenfranchised anymore. What did you, is this the you for ugly? Well, that's at the end of it. Okay. But I go like, let's go down the list. Mm-hmm. I go lesbians. 
do they still need the letter? Oh, you're going to take letters away? That's pretty funny. I replace. I go. Do they still? It's like well, it's it's funny I to go, remove letters when you. I go, when well, you're not. Those I go. Everybody. Well, let's be honest. Everybody hates lesbians except in porn, so they should keep it. You know what I mean? Okay. They, they need. They yeah. need help. G. Gay people really in 2022. Do gay people need the fucking help? Every gay's the new straight now. Gays are. I mean, I can, <laughs> okay. I I tripped on a dick on my way to the club tonight. Like gays are. They're fine. They're doing great. <laughs> But you know the G's are that are fucked. Gypsies, gypsies are fucked, man. Replace gays with gypsies. Replace gays with gypsies because gypsies get a million gypsies were killed by the Nazis, and you never hear about it. People wow. don't even know about. They need it. a letter. They need the fucking letter. <laughs> okay. Which makes me think, though, if no one heard about it, how annoying must these fucking gypsies have been? Because you know there had to be a gypsy Anne Frank, but she had a unibrow, she had sharp teeth, she's old people's watches. Oh my god! She okay. lived in a flea infested caravan. Anyway, so they and then I go LG. So you're like, let's look L- out for gypsies. I go bisexual. What I go bisexual. That's just Tuesday in LA. Who cares? Right, right, right. Who, that's who, probably the least one. Who, who yeah. do we give the the B to? Let's give it to bitches. These fucking bitches need a <laughs> need a march. That's why. That's why uh-huh. they're bitches. They they need the attention. If we gave them some attention, they wouldn't be such bitches. How do you classify bitches? Huh? <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you qualify to be a bitch? Well, then you just look in the eyes like, you know what I'm talking about, ma'am. Oh, my so, God. So whatever okay. it is, you know. <laughs> and then T, keep the T the same. Don't fuck with the T. No yeah, talk don't about the T. Don't say the T. Okay, leave the T. Q for queer. I don't even know what that is because there are people who are like the only straight men who have sex with women, but they're queer because they wear a panda outfit. It's not even a fucking thing. <laughs> Get rid of the fucking Q. Um, a, clearly for alopecia. Um, <laughs> give it alopecia. Slap anyone who makes jokes about I, it. I, don't, I, I go, I... I don't know what that's about. Plus, is clearly for fat people. Um, they, <laughs> fat people, they don't have marsh as well. That's for obvious reasons. Um, and um, <laughs> so, okay. we, but yeah, when, yeah. if we get rid of the get rid of the Q, know. we should add a U. So this is your big. This is your most controversial lately. Well, that was because it's a long. Bit. I, I like I like the premise of of fucking with the going reevaluating the letters. Reevaluating the letters. I think in ten years that could be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but the minute I bring it up, even if you just bring up LGBTQ as yeah. a straight white man, it's like, what are you going to say, motherfucker? Um, so I did it one time. I was like, ah, maybe I'll never, never do that bit again. <laughs> um, so do you have a bit that you go? I would try. <sighs> There's got to be something. Well, I have this one joke that I wrote when I was like early, early. Um, and I've never really even done it. I think I did it like twice on stage uh-huh. just to see what it was like. And then and then I it, it like involves the word rape, uh-huh. which is a trigger word. Yeah. And then I had a conversation with like someone in my family about it and they were like yeah just hearing the word really yeah. bothers me and takes me out of things and yeah yeah says, and i was like that's an interesting perspective and i just didn't do it well i used to do that joke all the time where i'd say um uh i said retard I like, oh wait you can't say retard anymore what's the proper term that's right trump supporter right right <laughs> and it would smash in hollywood obviously sure. um but even like some of my hollywood friends would be like we we all love you think you're great but like the retard it's just the second you say that I, I pull back it's funny that people feel so strongly about retard but not like cunt <laughs> <laughs> to me cunt it's harder oh yeah no cunt's a tough one and, and I don't always that's not like hey come, time for, I'm going to your show I gotta do my cunt joke <laughs> I don't do it all the time and it, usually when I am doing it I'm like swept up and I'm like here it comes here it comes should I do it I shouldn't do it I should ah here it comes it just happened okay so the the 
rape-ish joke was, and even it's very kind of like Seinfeld. This is like if Seinfeld told a rape joke. Uh-huh. Um, so what are Vikings famous for? Raping right? and pillaging. Raping and pillaging. And my whole thing was like, whoa, guys, we got to reverse this. We got to finish pillaging before we start raping, right? So the meeting, the Vikings. Like, if we had a meeting, like, well, a lot of y'all are <laughs> raping before we're done pillaging and we're losing a lot of battles. Yeah. Like, mid. <laughs> we're not even done pillaging. We're not we even done pillaging. Pillage. We haven't finished the Get fight. The we're mid fight. You can't just start, you know. I'm trying to pillage. I see some of their raping. I'm like, you got to pillage and rape. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was, that was kind of how I pictured it was... Don't be ripened when there's some serious pillaging to be done. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's an order of operations to raping and pillaging. Well, what do they call them? Well, King, can we, can't we rape while we pillage? Come on, really? No. I've seen how you row. You're not a good multitasker. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough multitask. <laughs> uh well, the thing about that joke... The, here's it's not the even that funny. I don't even like saying it now. <laughs> I, never, I never really even worked it out. I just kind of like... Well, here, here's, what, here's where I am at with comedy. I was like, that's not that funny. And it, uh, why, why would I put the effort into okay, being funny? Here's, here's my, if it's not tying into a broader theme yeah. that you have in your set... Which is not. It would be it so random. Then, like, yeah, then it's just kind of out of nowhere. If something like if something is really edgy... like I, In defense of my content, again, like my whole joke, my whole premise is like this is a live comedy show this is a un- this yeah. is unique to everything else mm-hmm. to all your curated bullshit corporate hegemony that's being crammed down your throat like a stepdad cock on you porn yes this is anything can happen <laughs> i can get fucking slapped in the face anything can happen and i can say whatever i want your phone's away i'm protected by the first amendment so suck a dick. I don't care. Like it's all fucking like we're right. we're fine. Like this is this is you cannot get canceled on a comedy stage. Literally, mm-hmm. um, you can't. People are filming it, but people are, anyway. So I go. So, because, but that's why you're here. That's why you come to a live show, right? Otherwise, you just watch fucking comedy specials on Netflix. Like, so now and I get that a lot of people feel that way about comedy in particular, and I generally feel that I would like to fight to keep it that way, but. You want to be at the forefront of that of that charge, and nor do I feel like I, 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 I'm trying to. But also, like the the things that the things that make me feel, I think I'm probably on the spectrum. Honestly, mm. I wish I was on the spectrum. I should get diagnosed that I'm on the spectrum, and they go, "Hey, Netflix, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> you should do it." Um, because like I need a lot of stimulation, yeah, to get me to like something has to be really fucked up to get me to laugh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's almost like these people who like they can only come if they have like a cucumber in their butt and they're and they're being choked out and whipped. Yeah. You know, like that's the only way. Luckily, I'm not there. But in terms of comedy, the equivalent. Like, I need to see a retarded person trip down some steps, or I need to see something like really ridiculous, just really stupid, mm-hmm. like some like J- Jason Rouse just doing his weird, gross shit. Just will make me fucking laugh. Yeah. But clever jokes. Like, I'll watch John Mulaney. I'm like, that's clever. Yeah. But I'm not going to f- laugh from the gut. I'm not going to be and like... you know what? I feel the same way. But, like, in terms of, like, what am I curating as a product, I I feel better with something that's consistent and safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and it works. It works. 
And for the business, it's better, man. For the yeah. industry, it's better. For, if you want to do corporate, I mean, the, the amount of corporate jobs I've lost because of my material, where I was hired, and they were like, "We went back on your fucking YouTube." Yeah. When Jay Leno wanted to hire me for for jaywalking, and they found a little clip of mine where he said the N word. Okay, like Bad. it's yeah. So um, it was a good joke, but. I wouldn't say it now. That's why I got to get all my After Laugh episodes scrubbed. Why? You don't say anything bad. <laughs> no. No one says the N-word anymore. <laughs> no, it's true. And the one time I said it in this joke, it was it was, it was was an old, it was like a fucking- No, you've, you've told me. It was, it like, was like, a, like a man on the- Elementary school joke that you say, like, you know, you called, you call Eskimo snow blanks. Oh, you're an Eskimo. Oh. You're a snow blank. Oh, you I know, didn't like, even know that. <laughs> or a sand blank. You know, that whole thing, right? Right, yes. Like how that word is appropriate. It's like, oh, you're a midget. You're a height blank. Um, what is? What was the deal with that? I, I, I did. I heard a Arab guy say a really funny joke about how the sand N-word is like, it's a slur for me. I can't even say it. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, how can I not even say my own slur? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I met a med says it and it gets him in hot water. I'm like, maybe you should lose it. He goes, I could say it. I'm Egyptian. I could say it. I'm a sand. And he says, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, maybe you, should, you shouldn't die on that mountain, bro. It's not funny enough. Um, I, I, I did hear a really funny N-word joke the other day. I forget who it was. A white guy? It was a white guy. In New York? Probably New York. But he says, he starts it off like this. He goes, I do think that there is sometimes... Where it's okay to say the N-word. That's how he says it. Mm. And then he goes, and then everyone's real tense. And he goes, like, for instance, if you're at a rap concert and you're a black person. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole joke. But does he say the N-word in the joke? No. Oh. That's the whole joke. <laughs> he goes, he goes like, but, he, but the way he sets it up is that he's just, the timing of it makes everyone so tense. He's like, I think... I think you should be able to say the N-word sometimes. <laughs> like if you're at a rap concert. And you're black. And you're black. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, you fucking asshole. All right, all right. And you built it up and then yeah. you just like completely. But that's uh, those are always the best, right? When yeah. you build this thread of tension where everyone's like, what the fuck is he going to say? I mean, it, it makes me think about the that Louis C.K. joke that we've talked about at Nazim where he, he said he addresses Me Too stuff. And he goes, he goes, this is what I learned. He goes, when you're with a woman – and you ask her if it's okay, even if she's yes, you got to check in. Yeah. Because sometimes women can make it seem like everything's okay and it's not okay. Sometimes sex with a woman is like a Negro spiritual. That line is like, you're like leaning in like, where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. He's this, just because you, you see slaves singing in the yard doesn't mean they're having a good time. Oh my God. It's a great yeah. fucking bit, dude. And it's not offensive other than the subject matter of... Yeah, of rape and slavery conflated. Right. Yeah, it, it is one of those. That's one of the things that, especially nowadays, people outside of comedy will just never understand. Is subject matter does not equal offensive, or it shouldn't? Yes, it shouldn't. Yes. Right. That's the line that we walk. It's like, oh, I'm gonna take this subject matter and I'm going to say something. That's not offensive with it. Yeah. But the new rule for sensitive people is you can't even touch on yeah, something. matter. I, I, and I, I don't did, agree with that. Yeah. I had a joke that I was screwing with uh, for a while. I was at the Creek in the Cave in Austin where I'd say, 
I would talk about the trigger. I go, we all have triggers. Every one of us has triggers, okay? It's, mm-hmm. it, but it doesn't mean we got to like be so proud of our triggers. I have triggers. My trigger is uh, Boy Scout leaders. And then people go, oh, I go, no, not for the reason you sick fucks are thinking, okay? It's because when I was in the Boy Scouts, I was raped by my Boy Scout leader. Yeah. Oh, that is what you're thinking? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's why. And I did, but that's how I was. I was triggered because I didn't get a merit badge. And come on, woodworking guys, at least. Oh, my God. As a matter of fact, it was, it was, it was in a right. cave by a creek. This whole fucking club triggers me right now. <laughs> it's okay, but I was just like, it's not good enough to introduce it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's good to try it. Yeah. You know, spin the wheels a little bit. Uh, okay, maybe not. It's not worth <laughs> it. <laughs> my, my trigger is being canceled <laughs> for some <laughs> dumb shit that I didn't even... Uh, I just want to be able to explain it. Be like, why? Why does it matter? But yeah, you're not gonna be canceled. You're so far away from being canceled. First, I of all, am, but I don't even like. Also, uh, as we discussed, being canceled is the new like free publicity. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. People, every every comic that's been quote unquote canceled is like doing incredibly well with their fan base. So I don't even I don't even necessarily care. I just like like Chrissy Mayer went to the January 6th insurrection. And she's I'm more. Not, I don't even know who that is. She's a New York comic, but she's okay. more popular now than ever. Because she went to January sixth. Yeah, she's like I don't, hardcore. Like yeah, but here's the Q-Anon thing. I don't want that crowd. I don't want the canceled comedian nice crowd. People. I don't want it. That's. I don't want to <laughs> roll with that. I don't want to have to fucking perform to all these people that I don't fuck and, with. And, and then because yeah. I do one thing. Yeah, I get that. I want an audience go, of people who full, actually fuck with me. Yeah, and you go. You have to go full. Like if you, I don't do, want to have to change my act to fucking pander to people on the right wing. That's a nightmare scenario. One hundred percent. I would just way, quit comedy, to be honest. By the way, that joke I, I posted on Instagram today. I don't know if you saw it. Mm. But was I, this is the one you were talking about. I don't know if I brought this, up, but but I said um, I said stop being afraid of COVID when Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned the podcast, and then I go. I go, we should know he's going to beat it because he beat Hillary Clinton and she's killed way more people than COVID. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. It got an applause break in Texas, dude. And I'm yeah. sitting there like, going in the video like, fucking hell, really? An applause break? I go, this, I go, guys, just, you know, it doesn't get the same reaction in Los Angeles. This joke. Yeah. But even that, even that joke, it's clearly, I'm joking. Hil- I don't Hillary really think Clinton that Hillary thing, Clinton's killed more than people than COVID. The Hillary it's Clinton the thing was also kind of prominent on the left wing. Because all the Bernie supporters don't like Hillary either. Yeah, that's true. So that's more yeah. across the board than you think. Yeah. But that joke is one of my more um, viral bits I've posted in terms of short clips on, on social media, yeah. ironically, in a weird way. And I will say, like, I think Shane Gillis is really funny, and I don't necessarily think that he is right wing or anything. He's no. just funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I think – but there's some people like – man what's that there's some people who are doing the right wing pandering thing who are also not funny um, like like fucking nick de paolo or or he was never funny sorry god who's the guy who did the he was on snl for a while and he had that one viral clip that was him being like a liberal with a mask on and he was like acting like a chicken or something <laughs> what's his name he did a whole bunch of weed jokes <laughs> i have no idea an old, an old SNL performer? He had the goat. He had like... 
Oh, oh, oh. That's oh. F- he's a terrible comic, too. Yeah. Oh, so he's cringe. Terrible. And his whole thing was just like, I'm just going to try. He does and- thing where he's a monkey boy, eats the peach and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, his yeah. name is. Chris Kattan. Not Chris Kattan. No, no, no. Chris Kattan's still worth it. Oh, man. Who? Oh, is that him? All right, mm-hmm. fine. Um, anyway. Goat so- boy. Oh, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, yes. God. Yes. So cringe. But yeah, a lot of these guys, you know, it's funny because that that is definitely an option for me. I can go, I can join like the right wing compound media crowd and be that guy. And I don't want to do it either. Yeah. Because I also don't, I don't believe it. Like I could never be a Republican. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's fun to me to say, I'm liberal, but you liberal. <laughs> I think you're allowed to do that. I think that that's healthy. I think yeah. all liberals should be checking themselves or yeah. else they're just going to, f- it's a cult if yeah. we're not checking ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why Bill Maher has has had a resurgence of popularity because he's always been the liberal, but then he kind of sure. every once in a while just goes zip. Right, I agree with critiquing us. I don't necessarily know if I always agree with his critiques. No, did you see what he did about about? Um, I'm also the, a younger person. The transgender stuff. No, oh God. I should say in that clip. It's fuck. It's way worse than yeah. Send me the Chappelle, clip. Way worse than Ricky Gervais. It's it's the most like I haven't seen the new Gervais either. It's. It's really just one section, which is just... Bill Maher? No, for Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Where he just says, um, he goes, oh, these old women, you know, the old dinosaurs, you know, the one with the wombs. Not the new women. New women are fucking amazing. The one with the, one with the beards and the cocks. Those women, those, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. But these old dinosaur women, like, oh, oh, we don't want, we don't want them in their bathrooms. Uh, is why. Well, what about his... I don't want to see his penis. Uh, you don't want to see her penis. Well, what if he rapes me? God damn it. What if she rapes you, you fucking bigot whore? <laughs> it's yeah. not a bad bit. Right. And it's not. I'll, I'll have to check it out. And it's not that, like. I mean, it's sarcastic and he's being snide and I get the energy behind it, but, like, he doesn't lay into it for another 10 minutes. But That's Bill Maher nice. does, has a 10 minute clip, and of course, you know, all the LGBT activists were like, you get him fired. But now it's weird because I feel like... Bill Maher also straight up said the N-word. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's he's been... I don't even think he's that funny either, to be honest. No, he just keeps... I don't think he's been it. that funny for a long time. No. But... His his special on Showtime right now called Adulting, he's like... Out what there a like, horrible title, too. Cringe. Because here's a guy who's he's like no Shane late Gillis. 60s. And he's, and he's up there and you see him looking at the teleprompter uh, like half the, half the time. He's like, yeah, and then these people, you seem to do this like we're head movies. Yeah, because he doesn't do stand-up. Yeah, yeah. He's not like working rooms. <laughs> I didn't even know he did stand-up. Oh, yeah. He does, no, he does He does lies as big, as big theaters and big shows. Um, anyway, so. I know. I mean, he does the show. He's Yeah, I'll, I'll send you that clip. It's, it's, I, I felt uncomfortable watching. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, it must be bad. You know, and Are his people liberal, laughing? His liberal audience is like, they're trying to get behind it, but they're kind of like. It's 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 an interesting it's interesting what point the is fact he trying to make his point his general point which is kind of what Bill Burr said that he got hot wire for for Caitlyn Jenner he goes look okay Caitlyn Jenner but give us a second you know what I mean <laughs> like she's like hey guess what man the next thing she knows she's got her fucking got the wig on and the fucking tits and you're like just give us a second to fucking take it in okay yeah and you that know? was like ten years ago that was a long time yeah, yeah. so um, it's kind of the idea is like. It's okay for people to question what's going on. It's okay mm. to talk about this. Yeah. It's okay to like, wait, what's happening in our schools right now? Why, why are 25% of kids under 
under 20 identify as LGBTQ? Like, what's happening? Like, it's, it's worth the question of, like, is this a social contagion? Is this book Irreversible Damage by Abigail Shire is it, it, that's being banned everywhere? He goes, it's a valid book. And people will not look at it just is because that it goes his against point? Is that this book is valid? Not just just the idea of like I don't know. It's, the, I don't know about the book. The the book is basically look look here here's the deal and I and I will go to my grave. I don't fucking care if this is gets me canceled. I don't give a shit. Okay. The book is basically like what's happening with trans with girls mm. that are now transitioning to being boys mm-hmm. is happening in a way that's statistically way outside the norm of. DSM categorization for gender dysphoria. It's, it's, it's gone it's up like it's only one. Direction? It's gone up four thousand percent. The amount of boys that are transitioning to girls is gone up, but not that much. Mm. It's it's so harder, of, way harder transition. Maybe it's way, but the point is even identical, even even socially transitioning before the surgery, right? Right. Um, it's the the amount of you know transgender from male to female has been pretty consistent because for the past one hundred years, it's been consistent. And it's been and it's mm. been consistent for um, female twin, but all of a sudden in the past like five years, it shot up four thousand percent. And mm. the way it's shot up, it's shot up in social groups. So there'll be a group of seven people, and four of them are transitioning, in like a New York private school, or there's or in L.A. and there's like a group of five friends, and two of them are transitioning. Like, and then there's swaths where nobody is, and all of a sudden there's a group where five of them are fucking transitioning, and they're all days. It's it's got to be connected to some sort of. Um, peer pressure, pressure, and social that that young girls have historically always been susceptible to, going mm. all the way back to like the Salem witch trials, going back to fucking Salem Victoria witch trials, one hundred percent. You mean like, isn't that the reverse? The Salem witch trials that would be like guys thinking the women are witches. Well, that and there's look, social hysteria around. But there were a lot of girls who were women? pretending who were like I'm pretending a witch. to be witches. Yeah, absolutely. And again, getting killed. Yeah. Jesus. It was fucking weird. It oh, was I a weird. Yeah, the, the 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 true history of that is not quite as is not quite as monolithically just like the patriarchy killing young women. It was young women who were like caught up in a social contagion, who were like claiming to be witches. Claiming to be witches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up either uh, way. But my, yeah, right. Well, it's definitely. But but up. my but my point is like young girls are susceptible to being influenced by social media and peer pressure in a way that young boys aren't as much. And particularly now with hmm. the fact that this the four thousand shoot up is completely coincides with the rise of Instagram. Meanwhile, and young boys are shooting like, up schools. Yeah, that's the real conversation <laughs> that I'm worried about. How do we stop that shit? Well, all right, let's fin- let's let's end on something lighthearted like gun control. Is that the answer? Gun control? <laughs> is it a mental health issue? What can be done? I like so what Matthew McConaughey mid- said. Oh yeah, yeah. He said, hey guys, said? everyone just smokes some weed and just have I fun. Like my, I like play some bongos, man. No, he he said uh, he was like, first of all, they're easy. Th- he goes, I'm a gun owner. All Republicans gun- goes, should be like him. He goes, he goes, he's I'm a responsible gun owner. I've always had guns. He goes, but um, he goes, but there are some things, and I and I believe in Second Amendment. There are things that we can do that are very easy. They don't detract. They actually enhance the Second Amendment. They make it better. He goes, universal background checks, obviously number one. Easy. He's number two. Raise. He goes, if you want to get air, you have to be. 21. Just raise it from 18 to 21. Yeah. That's not a big problem. If someone's no. in the military, they get dispensation, perhaps, things like that. But like sure. those three years makes a big difference because two of the shooters were obviously under 21 and they bought fucking, you know, AR-15s. And he said... Um, so I like the back, waiting and period. Goes, and the waiting period. He goes, he goes give, give them a waiting period. And he goes, and then the, re- and the red flags, the red flag system 
is never it's almost like um there there are certain laws in place that are there but they're not being executed he goes the red flag policies that are out there need to be executed upon yeah they're, they, they're not doing anything about Just make it harder flag. yeah so those are four things that I, it does. No brainer. Feel, it does feel like those are pretty easy to do. Super gets, easy. It, no brainer. They'll just raise up. You have to be twenty one to buy cigarettes now, and they just did it like overnight. It's they should like, make okay. it twenty five. Yeah. If if you if I can't rent a car, car twenty five rent a car. It should be twenty five for yeah. guns. So, I'm totally. And they down just with do that. like they just do it like that. They just arbitrarily. Here it is. So the fact that they can't nationwide twenty five year old. I bet if you went through all the shooters, most of them are under twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. So. So not all. So you have the you enforce, and I, and there is also on top of this, there is also a Republican idea, which I actually think could work with it. Hit me. And if Republicans weren't such fucking dipshits, they'd be open to putting it all together. And that is having every public school should have an armed security guard or okay. a, a, a cop, basically. Don't they already have no. that? No. So they first of all, my school. security guards in general don't have guns. Right. Some do. You're right. But oh, I, every if we didn't ha- didn't Uvalde have an armed security guard with a gun? No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. What happened? What about when the cops got there and they didn't go in? Well, that's a whole other situation. Yeah, the cops got there and they were like, "Well, there's next to there's a blockade. We've got a such situation." And of course, mothers are jumping the fucking fence and saving their kids. Meanwhile, I mean, it's whole, the whole situation is fucked up. It's going, yeah. I think this is this is probably really the one that is hopefully going to change something. I hope that Biden's able to get something fucking done before he gets replaced by fucking Trump in two years. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then Trump fucking undoes everything. Yeah, but I think that, like, I this, think enough people... This country's are, going in the doo I think pile. enough people are okay. It's like gay marriage, right? Yeah. Like, when all... We gay marriage, my gay can't get married to Adam, Adam and Eve. Hillary Clinton was against gay marriage. Oh, so was so was Brock originally too. So was Brock. Brock was a little easier on. the So flip. was Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden has speeches where he goes, "Hey, hey, buddy, marriage is about a man and a woman." So, um, I don't know why that was the worst. Because <laughs> every ever. politician's just a fucking phony. Except anyway, Bernie Sanders. So, but when gay, so then all of a sudden, gay marriage becomes legal in states like Wisconsin. And yeah. you interview these people because I was doing Man on the Street at the time. I was like, "What? Uh, what would happen if if uh, if gay marriage was legalized here in Wisconsin?" Well, man, I don't know what would happen. I, I hope it never. I go. By the way, it's been legal for two years now. Oh, it has? Yeah. Has it affected your life? No. Think about that. Wow. That's a great bit. Yeah. It's a great bit. Put them on The Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, I think that's the same thing. Like, the AHP raised to 21. It's not going to fucking affect you. You're not going to see something in your life that's going to make it worse because it's 21. Having to wait extra time, having red flags being enforced upon, having... um it's fine a waiting period all that shit it's all easy shit and it's the so fact easy that, the fact that that's being resisted because of the whole slippery slope argument because because the republicans and our advocates are all like well they're just they want to confiscate our guns and this is all just leading to that i know they want to take my guns and that's what they're doing take my guns yeah fucking weirdos yeah it's very fucking bizarre i, I as much as as much as i flirt with certain things about right-wing ideology Certain ideas, which is like, you know what? It's not bad to have a family. Yeah, It's not bad to be married, <laughs> to have a family, and to raise your kid, and actually have dominion over choices. I think it's unfair that the right wing gets to claim having a family. But it's but it's kind of like, it's where it is. Nah, and it's where we're at. Man. I don't even think so, though. I think that's that's on the flyer, but that's not anything to do with what Republicans do in the government. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I that's on like the yeah the right wing. We like apple pie and baseball and the family. But what the fuck have they done for any of that in the past fifty years? I understand that. Yeah. At the same time, you know, if you look at like the stated goals of BLM when it first started, it was like the dissolution of the nuclear family. That is a huge tenant of a lot of left-wing ideology is the dissolute is like the nuclear family is actually just replaced with what i don't hear that from anyone on the left of course not it's 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 garbage yeah it's it's marxism it's basically like kids are all marxism kids are all dissolving the nuclear family it's it's all connected to everything happening right now with kids in schools because now i don't think marxism has anything to do with well the idea is that like when kids are born they are they are now part of the community right they're not your kids they're the kids in the community we have okay. as much ownership That's over these so kids as you have. Yeah, because not you're, you're not a, because you're not a parent. That's why you think that. But if you're a parent, you're going to be like, "What?" I think we should be a little bit more community minded. I think maybe if we were more community minded, then we would have less school shooters. I do think that for sure. Because some people don't have parents. Some people don't have anyone looking out for them. I mean, and then there's fact, also no community. As a matter of fact, almost every single school shooter is absent father. Of course. On some level. Yeah. I mean? Or no parental figures who are giving them any type of attention. Yeah. I mean, which is not to say that like, I don't know. I, I just do think that there should be some type of community wellness, mental health checks that kids are getting but that yeah. sounds like communism to anyone on the right even though Doesn't they're blaming all of the school shooting on mental health that's what the republicans are doing to blame yeah well they're like oh we don't have to change guns it's a mental health issue so what uh, should we change on the mental health side nothing yeah yeah, yeah. and then just shit just keeps yeah, happening yeah. so i think we should ramp up the access to mental health resources we should spend a lot of money on that yeah and then maybe make it a little harder to get guns. Yes, a hundred percent. I don't know why there's a problem with a little harder to get guns. I mean, the problem, you know, there's so many things. The thing is, everything is so multivariate. Then you have the thing where people want to do drugs, and they're like, "Well, let's give them a basically a drug house where they want to shoot up. They can go into this house because <laughs> yeah. we don't want the needles in the schools and in the parking lots and yeah. around kids. But if they have a safe space where they can shoot up, uh-huh. a responsible place." Then it makes the community safer. That's the idea. And I, and I met a woman who was actually um, – she was at the forefront of doing this in Australia and tell me all about it and how it was really like – you know, the communities are really opposed to it, having that place put there. Right. But she was saying all it's the like stuff. It's like not in my neighborhood. And it's, and it's, be, it's being instituted in some places in America now. And I know there's a lot, a lot of pushback. And also some of the, some of the metrics aren't, like, aren't that promising. Mm. They don't really – they don't really – protect in the way that i don't know I, I think the problem is whenever you you say look same thing with san francisco look hey homeless people we know you're like you know it sucks you've got the short and stick it's bad we want to help you we're giving you five four hundred dollars a month to kind of like you know whatever whatever okay. the, their deal was they gave you know how many homeless people moved to san francisco like i don't know there's some fucking homeless network that spans <laughs> all across the country and they all found out and they flooded san francisco right. for this fucking money yeah and it basically bankrupt the fucking city and the city became a i mean the city is fucking horseshit right now people are f- leaving that city in droves more san than francisco LA. oh yeah it's like the worst city in la right now and <laughs> and it's a bummer too because it's a beautiful town yeah. but it, they really they in their well-intended liberal democrat idea of like let's give these people money and, and shelter and opportunity and freedom and stuff like that 
they forget that like we're talking about human beings and human beings are just yeah. on every level problems rich, are hard poor, to solve. homeless, homed, whatever, are just fucked up and self serving and they don't give a shit. <sighs> yeah. So we also have this kind of I think the American culture at this current junction is kind of fucked up. Oh for sure. It's kind of gross and weird. <laughs> and uh, it's so oozing of narcissism out of every poor, every single person. And I'm no better. I yeah. came out here. I want to do comedy. I want to have my clips go viral. I want everybody to look at me. I want to be famous. You know what I mean? Sure. On some level. And I, I would say that I'm somewhat immune to all that in in my mind, at least. I'm like, yeah, I don't really care that much about it all. More than anything, I, I just want to do something creative and fulfilling, right? Yeah. But but even that is a product of, like, just America. Just kind of like, I don't know, you know? <laughs> like, I don't want to have a hard life at the end of the day. I want to have an easy, fun life where I get to fuck around and do cool shit, mm-hmm. you know? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-mm. I think that that's super relatable. I think that's what everyone wants. That's the American dream on some level. But but the way that it's manifested with social media. I think social media is, is the downfall of America. The social media shit. It's like the equivalent of the particular. Roman orgy. Yeah. In cell phone form. Yeah, really. Because we, we've just, we've like jumped the shark. Yeah. And this is why sometimes every once in a while I look to the right because – in the purest sense, conservative means we want to conserve some shit. And there's some shit that's worth conserving. Yeah. It's just not a bad idea. The people have been around trying to figure this shit out for thousands of years, right? It's all cyclical. They've been trying to, they've all been and and at the end of the day, mm. what has created the most stable societies in countries are social fabrics, whether it's church, or communities, or community, wherever the fuck it is, some schools, social fabric, f- family units, um, two parents in the household, has has created the most stable, happiest cultures. Yeah, everywhere in the world. I mean, the two parents in the household thing that that all comes down to sacrifice. You know. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm gonna give up a lot of cool shit. To be this stable family, because I don't. I think being a stable family is not that glamorous. No, it's not. You know, fun. No, <laughs> it's and hard work and it's and bullshit. You don't get to be the selfish piece of shit that you were always. No, everybody you know. has to like do a role. Yeah, mm. but it's this is the way I look at it. What's happening in America is fucked up. Congress is gridlocked. The country's up in arms about fucking everything all the time. It's hard it's to still, feel optimistic. I'll it's tell still you what. the best system we got in the world. It's the best thing in the in world. In the world? In the world. I don't feel so confident saying world. Really? That's some shit Name I said when country. I was a kid. Name another country. Uh, dude, I'm trying to move to Colombia right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, does that not... Reek of we have problems. Having been to, uh, having been to like twenty countries, right? Mm. <laughs> Name drop. Um, the one thing I'll say is that it's amazing what's happening in other countries, man. 
you hear about the shit, and you're like, what? And it, okay, Norway. Norway, beautiful, perfect, everyone's yeah. happy, best place to live in the world. Yeah. They see a black person, they freak the fuck out. <laughs> you want black refugees? No. Right. They, they, Norway oh, is not integrated, okay? Sure. I do think that in terms of diversity, that nobody is on the same level as America. Chinese people are maybe the most racist people in the fucking world. Yeah. And the amount of misogyny that is just like Look, what's for dinner if, in every culture. If your example is racism globally, then yeah, I agree. America's pretty good. But I, th- I think there's a lot of other issues that, like economic also, issues we have to sort and even, out. And even like, okay, even like you look at the abortion issue, right? Which everyone's freaking out about now. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that abortion all over Europe is basically the same as what these policies are? In fucking Texas and Alabama, do you, do you realize that most most countries most uh, is that true? They don't have don't abor- they true. don't have abortion past twenty weeks. They don't have abor- most countries don't have abortion past sixteen weeks. Most countries, yeah, I, I don't know. If, Look it up. I feel like you're 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 citing, you're European, citing nothing right. European now. abortion laws are actually way stricter than American abortion laws. They just it's definitely not how it is in Asia. And then other countries, in Asia, you can just get an abortion. Is my understanding <laughs> if it's a girl. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, there's a whole I mean, look at the there's one a whole other policy. can of worms. Look this is just the can of worms. Yeah, episode. <laughs> we're just we're just my taking is, a lick of every issue. To, everyone's trying to figure out how we deal with this ever expanding, ever diversifying population that is spinning off into the abyss of entropy. Right, and they're trying to figure it out. In order to figure it out, you need things that you can hold on to. If you can't hold on to anything, if everything's progressive, if everything is about not good enough, we need more. We need to make it this. We need everything to be. We need everyone to be fully this and fully that. If that's what everything is, and there's nothing to hold on to, it becomes fucking bananas. You got to hold on to some some precepts of of what it is. Whether it's the Bill of Rights. What are you? My looking understanding at? is that. Well, I'm looking it up, and Europe, abortion is legal in 95 percent of European countries. Yeah, but when when is the cutoff for abortion? They don't do third term abortions in, in Europe. Well, I'm look. I I'm pretty sure that what they're talking about. I don't think we do third term abortions in the United States either. For the record, that's not legal anywhere that I'm aware of. But what they're trying to do in the states is ban it completely in certain states. Yeah. So that would be nothing like anything in Europe. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. And also, it's like, who's that helping? I, yeah, I, that's what I understand about like Republicans. Is like, is it what? 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 Do you feel that when a baby is aborted, um, do you feel the baby is just because obviously religion is tied into a lot of it? Do you feel that the baby is now like a ghost baby? I don't know, wandering around the earth. But these are the same people who would support the death penalty, of course. Yeah, or like not feed a kid. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. So, it's all kind of hypocritical. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I feel like I've tired talked about politics for the last hour, and I haven't said anything useful. You have. Well, Tommy, then let's just, you should go home and have sex with your girlfriend. No, it's way too late. She's in bed. She was in bed an hour ago. I missed out. It's 12.20. Holy all fuck. All right, we're going to bed. All I right, Tommy, up. thanks for coming. You're the man. Is this the Turkish...